see me out the street and I tell me I'm Wag one, good people. It is another episode of Six Foot Waits, your favorite hour with your favorite cheese boys. My name is Tabo. <laughs> Did I say my name is Tabo? Um, my name is Senna. <laughs> and Mr. Maps is somewhat preoccupied uh, as usual. First try it, first try it. This is the way it is. Uh, but joining me in his place, uh, should I give you a drum roll or are you fine? <laughs> no, I think at this point, no. <laughs> at this point, it's it's all Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the pod, Ned. How are you? Hi, hi. How are you? How are you? Uh, you know what? Um, <laughs> I was listening to the episode where I I was with you guys and I was talking about Jada and I was like, oh my god, my voice is so annoying. And uh, right now, when you're introducing me, because I've got this thing like you don't you have to pitch your voice mm-hmm. correctly, like kind of like you know, be too high. Like I try and you know. <laughs> so now, literally, I just laughed lala and I've just literally ruined my you know because my whole thing was no, I've got to when I do this recording, I've got to be be a bit more composed. I'm gonna try and make my way. No, not we don't. We don't want composure. We don't want composure. We want the real people. We're not trying to get a, a packaged product. You know, we, it's like when 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 Tabo. So have you ever noticed that there's episodes when Tabo brings out his American accent? Yes. <laughs> He's like, like from from from, from, uh, from Buffalo, New York. Where, yes. <laughs> it's like what? Oh. That's when you see you're going to know, man. It can't. It can't. It can't be. It can't be. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Mr. Maps is, he just texted, well, he, he called me earlier saying Guti work is kicking his ass. So yeah, mm. thanks for you to be able to still pull through and, and, and yo, I, ca- I, can, I can't imagine why it would have been like if you actually weren't available today. You would have just had to skip <laughs> and then people would have uh, been You'd have to find him tall. Yeah, well, yes, yes, the other cheese boy, the other cheese yeah. boy. But all good, yeah. all good. How's it been going? Live and kicking? No. Yeah, 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 no. Life life is lifing and it's November. It's like almost Christmas. Like, yeah, the year's, the yeah. year's gone. Uh, year end yeah. fatigue is hitting hard. People are tired of the plantations that they're at. Mm-hmm. Everyone is just over it, but... The funny thing is, you're gonna go like the break that we're all looking forward to. I don't know. I, I don't work in industry, so we don't close. So you literally yeah. take that Christmas break and then you're back at it. Um, I, I, I always find it funny how everyone's like, I can't wait for the end of the year, and I'm like, it's yeah. literally just a week off. Like it's not like I you're know. a month away. Um, unless mm-hmm. obviously you work in manufacturing and whatever way they close. Um, for mm. a month until Jan, mid Jan, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. But but I think with that, right? Um, and and funny that you say this. Uh, there's this guy, um, Ray Raymond. Yes. That's, that's, on, the, on, that's the tweet that I actually saw. Yeah, about end of year fatigue. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not end of your fatigue. Like you compiled so much of your, like you've just been going on the whole yeah. year. Poor rest management, yeah. which happens because even at 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 my workplace, they encourage us mm. to take leave throughout the year, mm. right? Because mm. 
they know Ogutabandu like to stack up their leave right up until yeah. December, and then all of a sudden Ogutu yeah. wants to take two, three weeks, which yeah. obviously can't work. So they're like, no, make sure you take a week in like May, a week in April, a week in yeah. Feb. That by the time we get to December, you're not burnt out, and you're not like, yo, mm-hmm. I can't wait for Christmas, right? You're, you've rested enough throughout the year to be able to afford yourself breaks. Yeah. You're not burning out towards the end. The flip side of that is uh, I am an African. Mm-hmm. And as an African, unfortunately, Christmas is a big event in our lives. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, like, for example, that's, there's a reason why Bedbridge is always so backed up <laughs> come yeah. Christmas time. The reason yeah. for that is literally because that's when everyone takes a break. That's when everyone mm-hmm. goes to see loved ones. So if I then take mm-hmm. my two weeks in May, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I can work through December. It, it just, mm. I, I can't fathom it. But anyways, that's story for another day. Story for another day. Yeah, yeah. I, the only thing I'll add to that, I think is definitely, I wouldn't say poor rest management because like some people just don't have enough leave Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, and whatever. But I also do think rest comes in different ways right mm-hmm. so there's the actual rest of having a lie-in not going to work but i do think there is something about being energized by being around people yes so i think the way the reason why people focus on christmas is because it's it's the most likely period where a lot of other people are also not working yes right so you almost have those two weeks where no one knows what day it is, oh. <laughs> you know, and it's 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 a because I used to be one of those people who used to before uh, when I used to do like different jobs where mm-hmm. you know they would need staff during Christmas. I'd always kind of like work Christmas mm-hmm. and then take um, January, you know, off. If either do nothing or sometimes I'd go to Zim because that I'd be like it's cheaper. Yeah, and you know plus. Plus, when people come back to work, I'm like, da-da, bye. But actually, the when the boy kind of... Yeah, like, it's it, it's it's not fun, like, being the person on the 27th of December who's, like, looking for your for your badge, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to yeah. go into the office and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so I think there's that thing of, like, people get energized and you feel refreshed, you know, being with family, being with close people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why we look forward to... Christmas and we'll take time off then. Yes. Um, but, 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 and, but and yeah. It's fascinating because so I, I know a lot of people who'll be like, no, Mineka and Zambang or August because December mm. is very busy. Um, yeah. And I can see that. I've, I've just never, me and my sister have never been those people because mm. unfortunately, I, I feel like you go in August, everyone is busy as well, right? Like people at work. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're doing other things. They they may not even have the time for you. Like you've yep. come party with Kati and it's fine, it's cheaper, there's less congestion, traveling is much, much easier, but the vibe is not yeah. the same. Um, exactly. Like yeah. I, I always I always talk to Tawan, I'm like, yo, the Zim vibe in December when everyone is home, like all your cousins, and oh. your relatives and your aunties, yeah. your uncles. It's yeah. different compared to when you go yeah. there. Some people are still at work, summer, wherever, yeah. and it's just, it just doesn't balance uh, the right way. Exactly. 
but exactly but all good i know we we don't have a much yeah we're not here for a we're here for a short time not a long time i mean that <laughs> uh yeah I'll start us off a few weeks back. I think mm-hmm. you had mentioned Oguti. You know, obviously you just had um, a daughter. Congratulations again. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you, you you mentioned something which I think a lot of people probably who follow you were like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Where you said, mm-hmm. actually, you don't know how people did this motherhood thing early on in mm-hmm. their lives. If it was up to mm-hmm. you, you'd have probably waited a couple of years. Now, I'm not going to go into... Uh, your age and all these things and how much older you are. <laughs> I don't matter, mind. Right? Yeah, it's mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's for context. It's slightly older than we are, me and Maps. Um, but when yeah. I think when you said that, it then opened another conversation where a lot of people are like, um, talking about being an older parent. I think I saw something on Twitter where people were talking about. I think it was a woman who had said, she felt some sort of I wouldn't say resentment to her mother but a sort of okay hmm, maybe slightly unfair because I think her mom was 50 when she had her something along those lines right okay mm-hmm. and I think it was something like okay cool it's 50 I'm one of those people whose parents had them very late and I feel like it was a selfish decision in the sense that mm-hmm. at that point you are older um, by the time you're in 30s or mid-20s your parents are now pushing 80 70 whatever it is so you're like okay your experience with your parents maybe isn't as long as ideally you'd like it to be and then you're you're much much younger than your cousins your cousins are basically your uncles and you can't (laughs) you can't relate yeah right yeah yeah and then it opened up a whole bunch of conversations some people saying yes um your child wouldn't be happy with you having them late and then others saying actually I like it that my parents had me, you know, a, a bit later in life when they had gone through all their mm. growing pains, right? You don't go through your mm. parents' broken, struggling phase where they're renting and you're moving from mm. one apartment to the next and you're, you're trying to balance things. The salary is not making sense. And even mm. personal growth and maturity, you're mm. looking, you're like, oh, and and I see this a lot with, with a lot of young women, especially, who are like, I wish the mother that I see now in my 20s is the woman who raised me when I was a child because it's two completely different people. Because mm. the, mm-hmm. the person who raised you at 25 and the person you're interacting mm. with now at 50 are mm. emotional maturity, very, very different levels. Now, yeah. obviously, there's no I think there's no playbook for this thing, but I wanted to get your thoughts on... What did you think about 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 that? And I know someone reached out mm. to you, Uwuti A, you know, your story about being a parent and being a mother made me scared of the whole process. Do you think <laughs> <laughs> you think people people ideally yeah. should should be waiting a little while? Honestly, there's no like you say, there's no playbook. There's a- <laughs> I think there's no playbook. I saw like this whole chatter. Um, I think someone was, I think there's a woman who did a TikTok. Mm. This is where I first saw it. Okay. And she was talking about um, the benefits of having a baby at, I think she was 42 or, or, or something. And she wasn't 
like speaking down on anyone else's experience she was just saying you know i have more patience mm-hmm. um i feel more emotionally mature prepared and everything and then it's so funny when people take uh something from one platform and put it in another because yes. i had initially seen it on tiktok yes. and people were just like oh you know brilliant great beautiful. whatever right yeah and then someone took it and put it on twitter yeah that's the dark, that's <laughs> right. a dark place right <laughs> Exactly. Nothing, nothing good ever I, comes out of there. <laughs> nothing good <laughs> comes from there. And then I saw a quote where somebody said, and again, that's the experience. Said, oh, you know, I was that child, um, and kind of like, yeah, like it. it I wish, or, or whatever. Um, their sentiments were kind of like, mm, you know, it wasn't as great. And then some people were sort of like co-signing, saying, mm-hmm. ah. You know, and it was mostly around sort of, you know, your people at school, you know, people think your parents are your grandparents. Um, and what else was it? Oh, and then somebody said that, oh, you know, when you're now in your 30s, you're just burying everyone because, like, then the people are dying um, and stuff like that, which is, which is like, legit. Um but on the other hand honestly i think the most important thing is more to do with understanding the gravity of the responsibility of having a child mm-hmm. right so whether you're like 24 or 38 mm-hmm. or 42 it's just about understanding and age doesn't necessarily mean maturity yeah as well right um and age also doesn't mean you have it all sorted out but it just means that you are more likely to have come across the observed things absorbed information so i think it's more to do with just understanding the gravity and the responsibility of raising a child at whatever age mm-hmm. right so for some people it's it, 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 it's a spectrum of reasons right yeah. um and, and and like when i was saying it to you guys like for me like yeah i've always wanted to have a child or whatever right uh children or whatever but honestly it probably happened when i didn't think it was within <laughs> the realms of possibility <laughs> So it's like, you know, you're not like proper prepared, you know? And and, and that's why I was kind of saying like, oh man, like I wish I had like, I wish this had happened like 12 years down the line or whatever, right? Um, but no, but, but so wait, 12 years down the yeah. line puts you, I won't say wait, but it puts you like middle, middle age, right? Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I, I don't mind. I can't say how old I am. <laughs> Let's just say uh, I think I'm like nine years older than you. Guys. Okay, cool. So then that would have put I, you at I, I that would have so, put yeah. you at like sixty. No, sorry, I'm joking. What are you on about? <laughs> Closer to fifty. But I put you at like Closer 50, to fifty, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in my late thirties. It, it yeah. would have put you close to fifty. So do you yeah, think yeah. that in in having a child at 50 so you're now changing nappies at 50 mm. you're doing high school mm. in your 60s <laughs> and varsity yeah. late 60s 70s 
I don't know what the life expectancy is in the UK, but yeah. it's probably there um sixty-five to yeah seventy-five. I suspect yeah seventies or something. Right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now, part of the argument is that hmm, isn't that a little. I guess unfair on the child because then it means that they have to bury a parent at a young age. So, so, so that's why I keep coming back to. Um, I think using age mm-hmm. as like a measure and trying to sort of say you should be this age or that age, and, and like I said, for most people, um, very few people actually sort of like say oh i'm this age i want to have a child now and then it happens mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah. like life so especially like you know and talking like so it never really yeah. happens that yeah. way so it's almost like you just find yourself with whatever situation that comes mm-hmm. your way yeah. right um but i do think that uh yeah i mean listen the other day like <laughs> i got my daughter a high chair mm-hmm. And um, normally, like I and she started like in, like I've started introducing solids, mm-hmm. um, and normally, like I like I put in high chair and I've got this chair. But then now I've been sort of putting the high chair kind of by the kitchen because of the mess. Blah blah. Long mm-hmm. story. But anyway, I I knelt down right <laughs> to, <laughs> to feed her. <laughs> uh huh. Yo guys, mm. so I fed her, fed her, fed her. Ha! Now it's time to get now out. Now to come back. I said, oh. I said what is going so on? Funny. <laughs> I said, what is going on? Yo. So, and, and that's the thing, like, about, I think somebody said this, is like, you know, once you go over 30, 35, whatever, mm-hmm. like, there's this thing where you still think you're young, mm-hmm. but your body will give you hints. The body will be like, mm. <laughs> Right. Your body will keep. so so yeah. I mean, I think we all know the you know, like in terms of like with youthfulness, mm-hmm. there comes energy, yeah. right? Um, which I think is what you need for a child. Yeah. But I think it's just recognizing. I will go back to this: the the responsibility that you have, and I would say if you are younger, it's recognizing the responsibility that you have, and also realizing that you don't know everything. Yes. Right, that you are not as exposed to many different experiences and being open to having older people to support mm. you. I th- think that's one. And I think if you're slightly older, it's the same things, literally the, 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 the same, um, but also then being very, very aware of the pitfalls, right? Yeah. Of, okay, what happens if I fall ill? What happens if I unfortunately pass away? So you need to like make, like you, like you have to be serious. Mm-hmm. Like you have to have a will. You have to have everything sorted out. You need to have conversations with people to be like, Yo, if anything happens to my child, you know, this is what yeah. I want. You have to be, I, I think you have to kind of pan out their their lives. And what I will say, the people that I know mm-hmm. who had older parents, their parents are still alive. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I have a, <laughs> yeah, I have a friend of mine who's, um, <laughs> I was about to say who, but, but like, she's, uh, how old is, 
Mutuka eighty two, but she's forty one. Yeah. And I remember, uh, like her parents. I remember at the time, like it used to be a thing. She's always say, I think her mom heard her when she was like almost forty mm-hmm. or whatever. Like her, her mom and dad are still yeah. like are, are still there. I mean, obviously they're they're a bit slower or whatever, but they're still there. Her dad is still driving and still like the happy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. And and there's so many other people. And so in life, sometimes you don't know, and and sometimes you realize some people have kids young. Like it isn't those quickly. They have kids young. They get married, and then they die at like forty, forty one. But their child is twenty six. Mm. You know, grown. So you don't know why that had to be their path Mm. that things had to happen earlier for them because maybe their life wasn't going to be that uh long or whatever Mm -hmm. i was my mom passed away when like she was really young she was 46 Mm. you know um and i was 20 I nearly, I nearly, but anyway, nearly. you get the point, right? <laughs> right. I was still young, yeah. though, right? But I, th- I mean, I was still young, man. Like how I, I was still, still mm-hmm. young. But I guess it's better than if I had been fifteen, right? I guess so. You know yeah. what I mean? I had, I had at least finished university. So I just think, to be mm-hmm. honest, it's not about. Um, and, and you know there's teenage pregnancies and whatever and there's some people that like you look at them now like you know maybe they were teen moms and they have the most beautiful relationships mm, with their with their children with with yeah with 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 their children so um, and sometimes i think with these arguments people kind of because i think sometimes when you're a young mom or a young dad mm-hmm. right a young parent mm-hmm. There's just so much that comes <laughs> with mm-hmm. it, right? In terms of like growing with your kid and 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 the honest truth is not having had the experiences and freedoms that other people have had. So we all kind of want to jab each mm-hmm. other. So even the older people, you know, maybe, yeah, you're older, but is that when you would have wanted to have yeah. a child? Maybe, maybe not, not yeah. right? So... But but obviously you're not gonna latch on to oh I'm more secure and it's like yo guys we are broke like <laughs> yeah so you can't be know. not to say that when you're uh, pushing forty five fifty you're gonna have your financial life yeah. figured out you know you've got no and sometimes it's even harder to get flexibility in terms of changing roles and moving to it getting a job yeah. even after forty and and and, yeah. and and all those things so like 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 you said. There's so many different ways to do this. Um, what's funny for me is, so I I paid Lobola in August, and obviously once you've done that, yeah. it starts the questions. Eh, hey, so abandon again, and I'm like, yo. And I always yeah. say I'm not ready to be a parent. Um, at yeah. this moment in time, I said this to Mr. Maps last week when he was like, hey, Mr. Mosuseleweto, I'm like, hey. Right. If you see me with child, just know that something happened, accident, whatever it is. Probably be great at it, yeah. but just know that it wasn't intentional. Yeah. Um, yeah. In any event, he, 
you know, he, he when when he said that, I was like, no, 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 I'm 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 not ready. And it it was cool to see a lot of older people come out and say, "Hey, bro, I have my child at forty. I had my child at thirty-nine. Yeah, at wherever." And I'm yeah. like, you know what? There's there's no rush in the world because I, I feel like the moment you get married, <clears throat> the questions start like, "Yeah, so." Mm. I'm like, mm, guys, let's let's relax. We just arrived. Um, yeah, I and I think those are two separate yes. things. Yes. Um, I think <laughs> probably I shouldn't speak <laughs> on this because you know <laughs> there's no success there yet. Anyway, but I, I think honestly, it's. I think you need like when people get married I think they should spend as much time really deepening those roots mm. um because the a child yes is kind of like an they're not really an, they are kind of like an extension of of you but they are their own people and if they find you guys not rooted they can can be it's the end. easy to yeah that's why a lot of people like kids is the thing that breaks them mm. up like a lot of people um so i think it's two it's, it's, it's two separate two separate things to yes, be it honest is. it is yeah. i guess it comes from well well once you get married right and then you're 29 yeah of course and then you're working then then it's like yeah. okay umelelen like why not and then it's eh. like no it's cut to hump like clock is ticking I'm like no it's not it's ticking yes but we're not rushing anyway you know what i mean and <clears throat> to something that you spoke about um people who have beautiful relationships with their with their children even though they had them like as teenagers or in their early 20s or at college mm. you know stuff like that is it's nice to hear because you then have mm. a lot of people like, ah, no, my parents had me young. And then you've experienced so many growing pains. They were broke. They were struggling. They were this. I didn't want to be a part of it. Mm. And then on top of that, some say, ah, my mother lacked the emotional maturity to parent properly. Hence, they mm. were abusive and all these things, right? Mm. But all the people can mm. be just mm. as bad because yeah. generationally yeah. things change. Now you're raising a 2000 mm. TikTok generation. <laughs> right? It's easy being a mm-hmm. grandparent to a TikTok child because yeah. you're like far removed and you're like, ah, yeah. okay. It's, it's into Zabantuana, anyways. But now you're like the parent, right? It's different. You don't understand mm. these things. What do they mean? I'm trending. <laughs> yeah. I think that's fascinating. <laughs> um, uh. Would you have done it any. I, I know you said that you would have waited probably another like 12 years. And I'm like, is there a part of you that's like, I could have done it earlier and and had a child maybe in my no. 20s late 20s early 20s or whatever. oh definitely not i'm not mature <laughs> like Senna, i'm so not mature like, 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 mm-hmm. like definitely not like oh my goodness um no and and i think sometimes it's it's uh it, you can kind of beat yourself up trying to sort of rewrite history or reimagine life in a different history you know what i mean uh i'm not mature i definitely wouldn't have 
been able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't have worked. No, no, no. No. Mm-mm. I think that's that's fascinating to hear. It's fascinating to hear. There's something else on this topic that you sent me. Um, that yes. I want to get open. <coughs> which I, I also mm-hmm. thought was, was really cool to hear. And I tied it in. I was having a conversation with my wife about it straight after you sent it to me. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. What do you think? And I kind of tied it yeah. into a good team. So uh, the question is twofold before I go to the video. The first is, there is obviously, and, and I, I, I don't know how to phrase this without offending anyone, um, but there is in life a higher likelihood that the longer you wait, um, especially if you want to do this parenting thing with a partner, <clears throat> you will likely do it as a step parent or as someone who's coming in to mm-hmm. someone who already has a child in, in that scenario. So if you wait, there's a higher likelihood. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you and your person meet each other in your twenties or your thirties or whatever, mm-hmm. you find each other, then you are each mm-hmm. other's first co-parent. Right? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. I, I have very strong view. I, I think people put too much emphasis on biological relationships. Um, I think uh-huh, uh-huh. if if you and your siblings love each other, that's enough, right? There's you don't yeah. worry about it. But but a lot of people feel almost bothered by Oguti. Oh, if I wait, it means that later on in life I'm going to be with someone who already has a child and will be my first mm-hmm. child, and then it's not gonna work. What are your uh-huh, thoughts on uh-huh. that? Do you think people are unreasonable? Is it like superficial to just want your kids to be? Or from single household, single source? No, I don't think it's. I don't. I don't think it's superficial. I think there's there's data and yeah. stuff that kind of shows <coughs> the benefits that come with that. Yeah. I don't think it's superficial. Um, and 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 yeah, you are right. I think the the older you get, it is more likely that. Uh, you're looking to blend families yeah. for one reason or another. Um, and and obviously that does come with its own complications, you know, blessings and challenges. I I I think there's nothing wrong with someone recognizing that. Mm, uh, yeah, okay, I've seen that. That's not what I would for want me. for me, right? I think there's there's kind of like an ideal that people mm-hmm. have, and I think it's fine for people to have those ideals, mm-hmm. right? But obviously those ideals sometimes are, are dependent on the situations, right? Because you can have a stance on a certain thing, theoretically. Mm-hmm. But then if you meet someone and that person's your person, mm-hmm. right? And they've got a child or whatever. You're going to try and find ways to make somehow, it work. Somehow. But, but no, I don't, I don't think it's a... Yeah, but and I think it's I always say this, right? I always say this. I was like when I see people who've married like their high school sweethearts or like their first whatever at college, I envy that. Like really? literally I envy Yeah, I really I do. don't. I like what you want to this is my fifth and do. this is it. I do because I just feel like um so you know Kevin yeah. Kevin on stage um 
he did a, a, a TikTok. Someone was asking him about, I think this person goes around asking people like, what did heartbreak teach you or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Then everyone's like, oh, it taught me this. <laughs> oh, it taught me I can be resurrected. Uh, and then he goes, he was like, you know what? To be straight up, to, I think I think the question was heartbreak and maybe something else. But he was like, to be honest with you, I've never really gone through a heartbreak mm. because he's been with his wife since they were 16 or whatever right he was like but then he he then did say that oh you know this is what he's learned you know obviously they've gone through kind of like growing pains and this Mm -hmm. that that but honestly i heard that and i thought man you've saved yourself from so i can tell this (laughs) there is nothing in this like guys like there is nothing so i just looked at that and i was like oh that is beautiful i I think you save yourself a lot of trouble (laughs) a lot of trouble if you do that i I do guess that ignorance is bliss right i i I see that point where i look at it with a bit of hmm are you guys sure and look i'm not i'm not disputing with these people who found each other at 18 and they're like this is, this is all I want for the rest of my life. Kudos to you. Big up yourself. Love it. The only part I'm like, were you sure that that is what you actually want? Is that what actually makes you happy? Or is that like at a young age that mm-hmm. made you happy at the time and you're like, I'm latching onto this for life? Or, you know, mm, mm. and and I guess maybe the, the counter argument to that immediately, I may contradict myself almost immediately is, you can never know what could make you happier. So, you know what I mean, right? So what, whatever you have now should just make you happy and live mm. in it and bask in it. If it's for life, then it's for life. It's fine. But sometimes I always ask myself, hmm, were you actually sure what you've experienced <laughs> and you've learned and you've, you know that, okay, in a relationship, I don't want this, I yeah. don't like this, or this is all you know, you know? Yeah, yeah. Listen, I think... It's almost like it's a biting point, right? Like finding the right... There is a bit of like, you know, the more exposure that you have. And sometimes we learn ourselves through the different ways we relate with people, right? Through relationships, through friends. You learn more about about yourself Mm -hmm. in that way. So yeah, there there is that argument. Um, uh, Yeah, yeah and you're right there's no right or wrong but i like i said i just always envy people who maybe even if it's not like your high school but like who met like maybe soon after uni or whatever and they just were Mm. like you know like they settled down because you know like guys especially guys (laughs) i think (laughs) not like for example like i when i think i said this to you i was like i was like oh i'm so proud of you because like y'all don't understand like how much of a jungle it is out there and the thing is it's like with guys i feel like guys feel like oh there's this whole thing of like guys have options um what 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 and and yes you do i don't think so right go on but uh, exactly like you kind of do but it's diminishing returns at some point right 
so you need to really just make a choice and settle and protect yourself from <laughs> all the wahala no, out it's not, there. Like you're not missing no, you're anything. Not, you're not. Uh, it's under <laughs> the streets. <laughs> What's that? That guy saying, but <laughs> ain't nothing in the streets. Like. <laughs> like Listen, it's a bad. <laughs> you, you don't, don't have, have the, the cholesterol, cholesterol for this. <laughs> no, I, I I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Yeah. It does feel like you have options, although I don't think it's options because ultimately, I always say this: there's only a handful of people in life that could make you happy for the rest of your life on yeah. this earth. Yeah, that's um, true. So just because there are a lot of women who are you know, beautiful, amazing, successful, all these things. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that that person's for you, right? You could date that person and then mm-hmm. it just, you just not, you don't click in the same way. Doesn't mean Uguti anyone's evil, yeah. someone's an ass or whatever it is. Just means Uguti, maybe you guys weren't aligned and you probably weren't meant to be together. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. How you go mm-hmm. about that is another story, right? That can maybe determine whether or not you're an asshole or all these things. Um, but to go to mm-hmm. the clip that you sent me, Nat, I'm going to play it just now because mm-hmm. I thought this was okay. a fascinating uh, thing to chat about. And uh, just getting it open now. We went to the beginning. Castle for transferring okay, my assets to my daughter before my marriage. I, female 28, had a daughter, female 9, while still in college. I'm ashamed to admit it, but I don't know who the dad is. It was a drunken party mishap. My parents disowned me and sympathizing with my plight, my grandfather took me in. He had a bad relationship with my dad. Grandpa died two years ago, leaving me his entire estate. He was kind of rich. I started dating my fiance, Max, male 35, around four years ago. He has two kids, female six and male 10, and he has full-time custody of them as well. Their mom married someone else and moved across the country. She pays child support, but makes no effort to contact them or visit them. We have lived together for over a year now and everyone gets along pretty well. We stay at the house my grandfather left me and split all the bills and expenses 50-50, but keep the rest of the finances separate. He popped the question two months ago and I said yes. A few weeks ago, we had a minor fight. My daughter's birthday is coming up and I wanted to gift her a pony. She's been learning to ride for a few years now and really wanted one. When I mentioned this to Max in a passing conversation, he got mad at me for wasting our money on stupid gifts like this. I told him that I'm not taking anything out of our budget and I'm just going to be buying it out of my money. He said that I should buy his kids ponies too then and make it fair. I said, sure, let's split the expense. He told me that I should buy it myself since I'm rich and it is my decision to buy my daughter a pony in the first place. That he's trying to make it equal for all kids in the household and don't have money to waste like this. I get his point, but I felt that he would want me to make everything equal with his kids too, and I get they will be my kids too, and I should not treat them different, but I also felt like my daughter should not have to split her generational wealth. It's not mine, it's my grandpa's, and he loved her. He left it to me believing I would pass it on to her, so I made a trust fund transferring 50% of the assets I inherited into that. It has rules regarding reasons that I can withdraw out of it, like education and separate living allowances based on age, money for marriage, for house, and entire balances made available at 30. I set up another trust for myself, putting 30% of the assets in it with yearly allowances, and then to dissolve after 50, hoping to retire them. 
And then the balance of 20% is mostly the house, land, and emergency funds. I did it so that whatever income I earn, I will be able to make it equally split within the kids, but inheritance will stay intact for my daughter and my daughter's future without having to be split or used for my stepkids. My fiance found out about this a couple of days ago, saw some related papers in my drawer. He was really mad at me for cutting him and his kids out. He said if I was marrying him, then he would be sharing all assets and finances. And that's not fair for me to keep 90% of my wealth just to myself and my kid when he's sharing all of his with us. I said that I was sharing everything that I make too, just the inheritance is kept aside. And he's not bringing any inheritance into the union either. He said that's because he has none and it's incredibly selfish of me not to share, to lock it away. That with this, my daughter will have luxurious life while his kids have an average life, only since there's no way we can afford all that for them with our income only. I said generational wealth is separate and it should go to BioFamily. He called me an asshole for discriminating and depriving his kids of an equally good life. Am I the asshole? Right. Uh, do you hear that, Ned? <laughs> it's Katla Sendav. Yes. <laughs> It is Eskatla of Endava. Eskatla proper, proper. Um, where to start with this? Um, okay, let me get your perspective because I think you probably marinated on this a bit more than I did. I but 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 for that reason, I wanted to get your perspective. <laughs> okay. So funny enough, is when you sent it, I was I was chilling with my wife, and then. Um, we spoke about it for, for a couple of minutes actually It was very interesting hearing someone else's point of view Now I won't go into the nitty gritties of my own personal life But I I understand blended family situations, right? Okay And my perspective is, is probably very biased Because in my mind um, And this is what happens when you've got We've got stepkids and and, and and a mixed family that come together and you're trying to form one household. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so there's nothing wrong with her grandfather leaving her daughter a trust and a trust fund and all the rules regarding it, ETC. It's a brilliant gesture. Um, now she's gone and she's getting married to someone who's got two kids, 10 and 6. Her daughter is 9. Um, so in terms of age, they're all pretty much in the similar age range mm-hmm. um, my thinking is if you are going to marry someone with children and you bring the children together into a household I think there should be equal treatment right and I think you should mm-hmm. treat them equally um, and the reason for that is because I think it becomes a very awkward household situation if there's one child who can get a pony as a birthday present Mm. and then the rest of us or the rest of the children now you know kind of have to ah okay so dad can we get a pony and then it's like Mm. nah nah, you don't have a trust fund she has a trust fund sorry Mm. i think that's a very awkward home situation right that's my first thought Mm -hmm. second thought is so I, i think she said there's rules and whatever the trust will pay out um when i think the child turns 30 uh, I think that's fine But I think as long as they're in the same household I think the children have to be treated equally If they're going to get a pony Get a pony for everyone Now yeah. it becomes Now even if it's from the inheritance by the way Now even if it's from The money left by the grandfather You've now married this man You've now taken this man's children As your own So yeah, treat yeah. them 
as your own yeah i think where she feels like she's doing right is she's like no my she's she's taken out her half of the trust and said this can be used for the household Mm -hmm. but from Mm -hmm. my daughter's half of the trust we can do whatever i want for the daughter and no one else which i think creates a problem in the household i don't think that can work i don't think can function children are very envious like i remember something my mother used to say to me was if you go to town and you buy food eat it with the town get the pizza go a town don't <laughs> come with a pizza at home and expect to eat it by yourself okay yeah right you yeah. gotta share it with your siblings uh mm-hmm. you, you you can't just you know be your even even when she would buy stuff herself say she buys yogurt or whatever it is there is no place in the household where you can say you're saving your yogurt for later when mm. everyone else has eaten theirs because what you do mm. is later you create a situation of envy where it's like oh you still have your thing i ate mine and then when they ask for it especially the younger ones they're like oh hey can i please have some of your pizza or some of yogurt or some of your chicken or whatever it is and you're like yeah, no i need to yeah, you yeah. ate yours right yeah. because it's just trying to eliminate or reduce aspects of envy and jealousy amongst children now my 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 thoughts to go further is perhaps what she can do is keep that trust separately to an extent Uguti this child can benefit when she turns 30 but if she's going to splurge on her while she's still a child living in the house with this man she has to do the same for all the children um my wife disagrees she agrees with me but she disagrees slightly um her perspective to an extent is no but actually what about that child's feelings the 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 nine-year-old her nine-year-old yeah. was left the stuff right yeah, if yeah, she yeah. is aware Uguti, <coughs> hang on my grandfather mm. left me this my grandfather mm. left me this with the intention of Uguti. at any point in time if i wanted a pony i could get a pony but now i can't get a pony because why there's these other kids who mm. you know now all of a sudden because of my siblings i can't benefit from the soft life that I could have and I was like huh I can see that the only point I disagree is well if you love your siblings then you wouldn't mind but children aren't mature enough to get that I understand Mm. Uh, that's Mm. my point of view Nat it was a bit long winded but no 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 thank you because you've actually you've actually challenged me um because (laughs) My thoughts were more on it's her inheritance. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, like my back was up against the wall. Like no, but like, but go yo. on. Explain explain what what your because because it's. I mean, I'm not saying no, but, I'm right. But, but, I'm, but I'm saying, saying you've point of view. you've influenced me on 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 the point about the experience that the children have living together right mm-hmm. um so i think i think you're totally right that it shouldn't be a different experience so like the pony thing right to be honest she sounds like she has a lot of money like <laughs> yes like a lot right <laughs> if she really wanted she would get like what, what i mean 
three ponies. Like, mm-hmm. it's not going to dent the trust fund, right? So okay. there's a bit more there. But what I think... Um, oh, yeah. No, no. So you've influenced me on that. Because that, at first I was kind of like, oh, yeah, she should have it. But in se- second thoughts, no. Because also, like, when she when they get birthday gifts, I would have assumed that it's from mom and dad even though he's not bio dad but he's do you know what I mean yeah like I'm sure they'll probably say so I think maybe another way of tackling this because she said that um, the the, the other kids have never shown an interest in horse horse riding and all that stuff is get a pony but not for the birthday right Mm -hmm. get a pony and say I mean I mean I don't know how do you keep a pony at, at your house? I don't know how it works, but get a pony and say, hey kids, here's a pony. I know so-and-so is interested in horse riding. Maybe everyone else will be. And make it like a group thing. Even though you know that it's more likely that the the 10 and 6 year old will mm-hmm. fall away because they're not interested. If they do happen to gain an interest, then maybe, oh, okay, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get another one. But maybe position it in that way so mm-hmm. that it's not, it's got, it kind of feels like it's for everyone. Yeah. Even though you know that, oh, it's, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I think the youngest I, one is mm. a six year old girl. And it, so it's a yeah. six year old girl and 10 year old boy on his side. Yeah. Yeah. So I think maybe in that, because really, really, it's not going to really dent. The the, 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 the the trust fund mm-hmm. in any way okay where I do think because uh, at the end kind of alluded to the fact that oh he wasn't happy that oh, there's all these trust funds yes. blah 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 no she's absolutely right to have logged in yeah 50% 20%, yes, the math yeah. is mathy <laughs> you know like it's all for, like she's got a good head on her shoulder and I yeah. think she's absolutely right to do so because um <sighs> yeah I, I've seen what happens when 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 like uh, I, I'm going to go a bit biblical here. Like the Bible says, <laughs> a wise man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Mm-hmm. No one said leaves an inheritance for his children's stepkids. <laughs> his children's this. <laughs> and my pet peeve <laughs> again is 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 other people. Again, I'll go back to the Bible that says that. Your blood and not another eat. Listen, like my pet peeve is the like the idea of somebody else like living off your hard work <laughs> who hasn't done anything. <laughs> like, like, but 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 <laughs> even to be honest, even your blood relatives wouldn't have done anything. They are my blood. <laughs> <laughs> They are my blood. They are my legacy. Oh, like, okay. What are we on about? So can I can I throw a hypothetical at you? Yeah. Hypothetical scenario, right? Mm-hmm. So, let's say in two years' time you get married mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. an amazing man who happens to have two other kids as well. Now mm-hmm. you've maybe over the previous five years you've been working hard, setting yourself up. Mm. 
and protecting your daughter's interest to make sure would he hey, you know what when this girl turns 25 she's okay she doesn't even need to go to college because what imali icon like the money is there sorted covered right yeah now my question to you would be then you meet this man you know yeah. he hasn't done same for his kids right yeah do you now expect your daughter when she turns 25 to then you know because then i'll be siblings <laughs> right <laughs> do you now expect your daughter maybe you and this man split some, somewhere down, somewhere along the lines you split you're not I will say that man <laughs> why in your scenario why are bad things happening to me what is going on <laughs> no god god i'm joking okay so you you split with this man but then obviously they're still siblings right i would i would think so yeah. i would think mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. how would you expect your daughter to deal with the inheritance you set up for her is it okay no you can do whatever you want share it with these kids or would you also during the time also have apportioned some of your daughter's inheritance or the things you set up for her to your stepchildren whilst you're with this person or do you still treat your daughter as a separate entity whilst you're in the marriage Right, Senna, is, I can't believe you spoke divorce into but my I, future. Sorry. You guys, okay, I reject you, that stay one. T- you stay together, <laughs> you stay together in the marriage. Do you no. still treat yeah. the children as a separate entity? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm still stuck at you being safe, of course. That will split with this person. No, I'm joking. It's a hypothetical, um, hypothetical. <laughs> Oh gosh. <laughs> so so here's the thing, here's the thing. And again, and that's why I it's funny I've been doing a lot of thinking about these kind of things or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. That's why you should be with someone who's financially compatible. Like you can't skip on that. Okay. Like it 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 it, it, it has happened, but again, money is not everything. Also right? love has so, no wallet. Love doesn't care what the bank balance is. Yeah, yeah, no, and and money is not everything because it's it's a it's give and take, mm-hmm. right? Um, it, it 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 it's give and take. But I I think in that scenario, so when we're talking about the day to day growing experiences of the children, mm-hmm. absolutely they should be the same. Mm-hmm. But yes, I think I if if I if I had the means and I had assets or whatever, yeah, absolutely lock it in and uh, save it for her right yeah um and i think that should be a conversation that because it's kind of like two entities coming together so it's like a conversation that we should have about okay you know what's happening in the event of death here's my will these are my wishes this is what's happening Mm -hmm. right um i also do think that um how can i put it for in my hypothetical say if i meet someone right and they they had kids Mm -hmm. there's another angle right which is what are you and the mother of those children planning just because you're not together Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you shouldn't have a plan in place for your children all right right? so really in in a way it shouldn't be my daughter's prop like when she's old it's none of her it's not her 
issue, right? Because there should already be an understanding that, you know, there's shared experiences when we're in the same household, um, but there will be different experiences by virtue of, you know, there's there's this other unit, right? So for me, it's kind of like, yes, so there's that question because what if their mom is also planning something? You know what I mean? Like maybe she also has like policies in place and that sort of stuff. I I, I think that would be, but I don't think personally speaking, I Mm -hmm. don't think in her situation, like if we go back to the TikTok, I don't believe that if you were with your child, Lee Lord, Lee too, Mm -hmm. I don't think you should be in a worse off situation just because you've decided to tether with this other person who has had no plan for their life. Mm-hmm. I see that. I see that. Although, I, I shouldn't... Like I said, yeah. I think it, it then comes back to the point I made at the beginning, Nguti. Then the home situation becomes awkward with the other kids especially. Because... No, that's why, like, we're talking about the big, like... Oh, the so big, big things. Oh, the, the pony stuff, absolutely. Yeah. Like, the gifts... Everything, mm-hmm. I think, absolutely, it should be the same. It shouldn't be a okay, case but, where... Okay, let, yeah. let me make an example with the big. Yeah. So, now you're married to this man. You guys are happy. Yeah. yeah. Him and his uh, baby mother um, yeah. maybe didn't set up their children to the extent that they can afford to go to Cambridge University. But when are you have, right? <laughs> you and your grandmother and your mother you set up your daughter so that what she can go to cambridge mm-hmm. in that scenario right do you then take your child to the bougie school and let these ones go to wherever or yes i do hectic <laughs> all right or what's, what's the or <laughs> or do you then send your kid to the other school <laughs> No, no education. Honestly, is where I would draw the line. But don't you think that would Even be awkward? Now, bef- to and is going. You know, one is going to bougie school, and the others are going to public school. Okay, listen. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I know I'm now stressing you in your hypothetical. The, there's different scenarios, right? Right. If if say we're talking about a situation where um this this hypothetical uh this situation where maybe these children their mother has passed away mm-hmm. right and mina there is an understanding that when we're stepping into the situation i'm also really taking on the role of mom mm-hmm. that that's a absolutely different scenario where i do you know what I mean? Where things like that, you really have to, you know, make sure that I am, as a mother, I'm now treating all my children the same, right? But no, if I'm coming into the situation and they have their mom and their dad, right? And Mina, I am supporting my partner to be the best parent because that's what I think a step parent does. Mm-hmm. You support your partner to be the best parent, Ooh, right? Okay. I don't think then my child should be disadvantaged um, because I've chosen mm. to 
uh, officialize this companionship. Okay. Okay. I, we would have been better off being on our own. <clears throat> the child would have been going better to off. the. Yeah, yeah, going to 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 to. Do you know what I mean? Mm. The child would have been better off, and I think education opens doors. Mm-hmm. You can't skip on education. Yeah. If you have the opportunity to take your child to the better school then yeah but what i would be willing to do is if we're now in this is like okay this is what i'm doing um okay how can we let's look are there scholarships what do you guys let's think what do you guys have there. yeah let's see how, how can we how can we do it to to get all the kids there but i'm not going to take my child to a school where i know that she's not going to have the same level of networks yeah the same opportunities just because of someone else and just because I want to uh, because for me I'm like those children have their own mother and father like what are they doing mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Do you know what I, mean? I see what you mean I see what you mean it's such a, yeah, a so yeah. scenario in that respect I think um because because so the way i view it is slightly differently because i don't think a step parent should be there to support the partner parent i think you should step in and parent right so not 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 because even the delineation like in 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 african society i know we don't even have wording that does this whole step 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 thing to us you are just your Mm. own children under one roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget about mm. all this other, you know, nonsense. Let's just get on with it. Mm. So that's where mm. my point of view is then, okay, fine. What you do for yours, you do for the others. And if if it's such a scenario where Uguti, fine, the others, maybe you as a parent, you haven't set up for these kids to also go to a Cambridge University or a private school or whatever, then there should be a, a big concerted effort, I think, in the first instance to make sure that those other kids also get the same opportunities. Now, if that's not possible, I agree with you. It is then difficult, unfortunately, to then say, no, we're not sending my child to the best school just because yours can't. I, I think I, I agree with you in, in that instance. It's just such an awkward place to be. Mm-hmm. And that's why I go back to saying I envy people <laughs> who like, <laughs> got married to their high school sweethearts. Yeah. And um, called it a day. And, and called it a day. But but listen, it's 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 so difficult, right? Um, but I think if every the main thing is everyone should have the best interest of the child, um, but I think it shouldn't have diminishing returns. Mm. Okay, that's what I think. Um, and, and and like I'm saying, in that scenario, also you're also hoping that there's an external party that is also pulling some other strings. Yes, you know like what I mean. The, the other parent should also be doing something. Exactly, exactly. So it's not like. Everything is now on our household, mm. right? Um, yeah, like, yeah, because if everyone is doing what they're supposed to be doing, right, um, 
yeah the other party will also um kind of chip in yeah. but yeah i do agree that the day-to-day stuff i think my i just draw a line at like especially education yeah. okay I, okay. I draw a line there. That's yeah. interesting. I know, I know. for example, there, there are many people who listen to our podcast who are co-parents or co-parenting, mm. who got parents with, um, you know, trying to make yeah. it work. They're also step-parents. Hit us up. Let us know at Six Foot Ways. Come into the DMs. Um, let us know what you think. It's going to be very interesting. I know almost out of time, Nat, yeah. we've got to see Azama, if you mm-hmm. want to stick around for that. Mm-hmm. It's great that you're here because I think this, I feel like so many people resonated so much with your embassy story. <laughs> <We're still not laughs> um, but I, I assume Gosh. that this uh, Okay, so guys, we're going to go to Siazama Siazama is a part of the podcast Where we answer some of your burning questions Points of order Or just things you want to get off your chest That you want us to talk about or answer um, So this one, I assume is from a Shauna speaker But she goes, hey guys Just listen to your gibberish episode On my three hour commute to work And after fast forwarding the football talk Ha 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 Felt a bit sad hearing about your frustrations and about how you have to psych yourselves up for embassy encounters. I hope the way Senna related, mm-hmm. her, I hope the way Senna related it to race makes some of the Shona people stop and think about the arguments they bring forward when Debele people voice their frustrations. <clears throat> so for those who didn't listen, I think what I said was immediately whether you're a man when women raise issues that affect them, or you're a Shona person when Debele people raise issues that affect them we become like white people when black people raise issues that affect them it's almost mm-hmm. like get over it right mm-hmm. uh, yeah. mm-hmm. that happened a long time ago ah, right <laughs> hints of shades mm-hmm. of slavery mm-hmm. we can't even let white people get over slavery mm-hmm. 400 years ago um, mm-hmm. it certainly resonated with me living in the UK and dealing with white people sometimes feels like the same same way it's also making me feel as I'm writing this message like those white women that try and be allies to black people but get it all wrong because they don't have the first clue on how to be allies. I'm Shauna and was born in the 80s and for a long time had no idea what happened in Matabele land. Anyways, I guess I just wanted to say not all of us feel like NRZ Twitter. Some of us have insight and self-awareness and hopefully are teaching our children better. Yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah. Um, which is that? I mean, this is such an encouraging message. I think it's a it's a great message to hear that. Oh, actually, some people think about these things, and you know, they are they actively trying to change. Do you have anything to add to that, Nat, or any comment, remark, etc. etc. No, no. I th- I think I think it's it's it, it it is encouraging, and I think it's also to say that we like we are aware that that's not how the majority think, you know, and I think it's also not a case of um, being very like, oh, I don't want anyone to speak to me and Shauna, no, Mm -hmm. because I mean, I understand the, the, the whole like, oh, the probability and I do understand maybe somebody being excited you know, maybe if you're talking about issues, like examples outside of embassy, like, oh, you meet a fellow Zimbabwe, like, ah, like I can under I understand the excitement, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it's not it's not saying and, and everything is situational, yeah. right? It's just more, of, you know. Some you know when 
people kind of and then they do that whole like oh how come you don't speak Sean it's like come on like let's let's not go down that road like <laughs> you know um yeah but 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 yeah it's not to say we're saying oh you know don't, <laughs> don't like <laughs> like don't slip up like I, i've come across situations where people like you know just naturally just talking talking then they, they'll say something short, like oh sorry sorry and i'm like no like it's cool <laughs> like, like please <laughs> like no <laughs> uh, before yeah. we head off net is there anything burning you mm-hmm. want to chat about Ah, uh, I mean, we we we're supposed to talk about the CCC stuff, but you we don't, don't have, have time. time I um, uh, but uh, I saw your boy Young Jeezy. Yeah, that was fun. Ah! He was he was. Do you know what? Um, so for those who don't know, uh, Young Jeezy sat down in an interview with Nia Long. Nia Long is she single now? Mm-hmm. Um, I believe. I think she so, is. Right. She had a whole cheating scandal last year when. Her then mm. fiance of many years uh, was apparently uh, cheating with the was the fitness coach um, of the basketball team that mm-hmm. he, he he coached, and he he sits down with Young Cheesy. Young Cheesy goes, <laughs> I don't and real niggas don't cheat, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Do you know laughs> um, very quickly. I can <gasps> understand a guy who is playing 3D chess very, very quickly. <laughs> I can see it. Someone who immediately positions himself as I'm not like that guy. Uh, I'm not like that other guy. So that immediately you're like, okay, I know you've gone through trauma. Uh, I can immediately position myself as someone who would never put you through that. Uh, and then yeah. I don't know maybe after the cameras he asked her for a drink or dinner or whatever it is and then move from there but I could see what he was doing with that did you think the same or you think he was just being genuine real niggas don't cheat I could see I was like there is no <laughs> truth that resides in this man <laughs> like I could see he was and then she was she was like <laughs> I hear he, what you're saying you know I need to watch the it, I need to watch the whole interview because I cannot I'm watching this guy and I'm like you not you like he's like he's looking he's like um and then she's like oh you know cheating you know started to talk about oh you know oh, eh, you know um i felt encouraged that like how like black women's kind of stood up for me and whatever and then he's like you know what i, 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 I don't cheat you know you know real real, real niggas real don't, don't cheat, cheat. There has to be something you know wrong then, with you. And, like, <laughs> and, okay. and the thing is, he was doing his hands. Like, the way he was doing his hands. Like, I was like, that is a... L-. Someone tweeted and said, you know, when, when someone talks and, and they, like, do the claw mm. hands, it's like, you know that a lie <laughs> has now taken a life on its own. <laughs> And then she goes, she goes, oh, you know, I can tell you're this type of person. She's like, oh, you know, um, when I was young, I, I dated a lot of drug dealers. He was like, oh. Mm. <laughs> mm. A guy, a guy like, who, whose yeah. whole thing was being a thug. Like, didn't you have like a, an album called Thug, thug Motivation or something? I'm like, my guy. This is Snowman and all that stuff. Like, I was just like... 
what in the and the thing is women we will fall for it <sighs> I'm like oh <laughs> oh and he's <laughs> recently said, divorced by the way right yeah like his file for it, divorce uh, as of like um, last month or something yeah. or two months ago mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like I I like he was married to Ginny mm-hmm. Mai um, she's like American Vietnamese and she was on the reel the talk show yeah. the reel so I love I love her from there um, and yeah so for me I'm kind of like you've, you've done my girl daddy <laughs> what what did he do to her? Because then, I mean, if, we don't if he's really saying know. this, then I assume he didn't cheat. Because if he's saying really, yeah. I assume he didn't do that. Um, but anyways, it's it's very the first rule <laughs> of the first. <laughs> do not liars when they mm. lie. <laughs> I mean, listen. I don't. We we don't know yeah. the reason, like exactly what happened. So yeah, maybe he didn't. Uh, but I'm. I do not believe this man has never cheated in no, his whole not, life. Probably not. Um, but anyways, yeah. that was fun to see. That was fun. If you guys should check out the interview, it's very fascinating. I, I I need to watch the whole thing myself. But anyways, Nat, I know that's all we have mm-hmm. time for today. Good people. That's all we have time for. Thank you. Thank Thanks you, so much thank for coming you. through. Um, yeah, Mr. Maps will have to. You start. You must just drop an invoice and send it to him. He'll pay you in. He'll pay you in terms <laughs> or USD. Right. <laughs> nah, but thanks for always putting yes, through. Yes, uh, yes. We still have other topics. No we never worries. get through yes. everything we want to talk about when you're here. But I feel like in no. next time we'll just set aside proper time. I, I will say just one last. Uh, I am doing a personal audit on all the people um, <laughs> I am just and I encourage all of us to just look around there'll be signs mm. one, of, know, one of my like close friends <laughs> is a Chabangu from Bulawayo uh, <laughs> You know, if if they start going to smokehouse mm-hmm. every weekend, mm-hmm. you know, there'll be signs, there'll be signs, But anyway, more on the CCC, st- <laughs> CCC stuff next time. But anyways, thank you so much, Nat. Appreciate it. And thank you all of you yes. for yes, listening. Yes, yes. It has been another episode of Six Foot Weights. Retweet the ting, like the ting, subscribe to the ting. And if you don't, we are inclined to believe that you're a hater. You're Nat, a hater. Laters. <laughs> Later, bye.